Hello, my friends. This is Bishop Campbell welcoming you again to a short meditation on the theme of living the Catholic life. The Gospel passage I read at Mass this past Sunday, that is the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time, is a particularly interesting one and very challenging one. And it begins by having Jesus be asked a question that had been on the minds of many people in at the time our Lord was here on earth, but also has kind of fascinated Christians up to this present age. And the question was, Lord, will only a few people be saved? Now, I say that, that such a question like that has really fascinated Christian minds to this very age, because I want to begin by relating two experiences uh, I had. One was that uh, as a pastor, the other is that uh, as a seminarian when I heard a lecture given by Cardinal de Lubac, the famous theologian. The experience as a pastor came on a Saturday morning when I uh, was in the rectory of the church and it's interesting that at the church where I was pastor, the rectory just looked like another house in the neighborhood. So I heard the doorbell ring and opened it up, and here were two lovely people peddling pamphlets and calling me to salvation. And they were of a particularly fundamentalist and very literalist group. I always admired these people for their gumption and their courage in doing this and would invite them in to talk with them. Uh, sometimes to their utter surprise when they found out who I was. But they had begun to mention the number of people who were going to be saved. And that's, they would say, yes, the number is right from sacred scripture, 144,000. That's all that are going to be saved. And I, I said, I have a question for you. You are inviting me to become part uh, of your community, and I ask you how large it was, and you told me there were 600,000 in the community, and there are only going to be 144 uh, saved? Doesn't that worry a lot of your <laughs> co-people? Uh, and the response is, well, you'll have a much easier time of getting to be one hundred one uh, part of the 144 if you join our community. <laughs> and I never really wanted to elbow my way into heaven like that. The other came when I was at the lecture, and at the end of the lecture, Cardinal de Lubac asked if there were any questions. And one question of him, and this was back right after the, the Second Vatican Council. Well, when I say right after, maybe 10 years or so. Uh, the question was, uh, Your Eminence, on the last day, will only the number of people who are actually part of the Catholic Church get to heaven? And Cardinal de Lubac had a strange smile on his face, and he said, Oh, no, 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 by no means. Far fewer well, actually, I think that answer, of course, it, it really both surprised all there, there were chuckles that went through the audience about it. But what he was saying, and what I was trying to indicate to those visitors at my door, 
was, Lord, will only a few people be saved is the wrong question to ask Jesus. And you notice that Jesus never answers the question uh, directly. And, of course, Jesus goes on to answer with a parable about judgment, which is rather severe. And what is most interesting is that severe passage of some being brought in, others, some uh, who are first will be last, last first. It's interesting that the passage is found in Luke, who always stresses the power of God's mercy and forgiveness. But as you read the gospel, you realize that God's mercy and forgiveness are great and powerful gifts from God. The question is, do we recognize them? Do we receive them? And do they change our lives? In fact, the question that should be asked of Jesus by all of us, not only that crowd in the original account in Luke, is, Not will only a few people be saved, but shall I be one of the number, whatever it is? And in answer to that question, Jesus calls for all to strive for uh, salvation. You notice he never mentions anything like predestined elect. And in his response, he begins by saying, Everyone should pray to be allowed through that uh, narrowness. We need God's grace. We need our prayer, for the gate is narrow. And this striving for salvation, this welcoming of God's grace and his many gifts, will be the goad and the power to go through that narrow gate. It was also give me the strength, uh, give us the strength that will be required to do this. For it is not simply enough to say, Lord, Lord, we heard you in the street, we ate and drank with you. But we call him Lord, Lord, because then we have to do the will of the Father. As a 20th century Lutheran theologian once remarked very famously, grace is free, but it is not cheap. That free gift of grace calls us to a particular form of response and a particular form of life. And I think it begins with a very careful listening to the word that is given. For in fact, When we are striving for that salvation, which we very deeply uh, desire and are willing to work with and for, we realize one of the virtues of that attempt is our humility. Will it matter who is first or last in the call to the, the kingdom? We listen to the word that is given. Secondly, and this is what St. Bernard of Clairvaux calls the first step of conversion, the conversion of our intellect. Do we understand who God is and what we are called to do? But then it has to be followed up with actual actions. St. James in the epistle said, if all you do is listen to the law of freedom and do nothing, it is just a waste of time. 
So we have to then convert our will, which means it comes from training it through our discipline. Maybe this is part of the difficulty, but uh, the goal is a strengthening and a power and a direction for us. And you notice that the second reading for last Sunday's Mass is from Hebrews, which concludes, At the time, all discipline seems a cause not for joy, but for pain. We think of our prayer and fasting at Lent. Yet later, it brings the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who are trained by it. And I think we have to realize that the word disciplina, discipline, originally meant training. Training and the making of appropriate choices. So that we are, we are called to those uh, prayers, that type of prayer, that type of action, that type of life, a realization that receiving the grace of God is going to call upon us to offer ourselves holy body and soul to the purposes of God and to the advancement of the kingdom of God preached by Jesus Christ. And it is into this kingdom that we hope and pray we will be received. But, of course, it does take that that discipline and that direction. I'm always kind of uh, fascinated by a question often asked of parents. What do you want for your children? Now, would you guess at what answer is often, in fact, very often given to that question? Well, let me remind you. The answer is, I want them to be happy. Now, of course, happiness can be a a delightful part of of salvation, but what do you mean by happy? You know, there was once a translation of the Beatitudes that read, not blessed are those, but rather happy are those. Well, that's not what the original language meant. And there's a great difference between being happy and being blessed. As uh, one parent, uh, when asked about this, was also asked, well, you want them to be happy, but don't you also want them to be good? To be charitable? To be able to contribute? Do you want them not only to be happy, but to be just and honest. Now, if that is what you mean by happiness, you're on the right path. But so many people, when they first hear the word happy, think of a party and a kind of sense of no matter what you do, it's just all right. You're okay, I'm okay. But our Heavenly Father, as Jesus so often spoke about it, wants all of his sons and daughters not only to be happy in a deeper sense, but more than all else, to be blessed. And that being blessed, we find that peaceful fruit of righteousness, that sense of being at home, a sense of trust and confidence in the God who calls us, 
sense of hope that at the end all things will be well. We thank God for his gift. We pray for his continual sustenance. And we ask him for that gift of, of peace that comes to us by living in the kingdom. <laughs>